523 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. And especially if you are heading out to your Phyrexia All Will Be One pre-release this weekend. Yes, we're so, so excited. We've got Judge Rob in the studio today to give you the lowdown on all the Phyrexia All Will Be One rules, mechanics, tricky card interactions. And we're so happy you're here. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And like we said, we're talking Phyrexia All Will Be One rules today. Everyone loves a Judge Rob episode. Everyone does. We are also going to follow up on the conspiracy from the upkeep yes, yesterday about yes. what is the seventh layer in a seven layer bar. Yeah. The answer will shock you. Yeah. You all. That's not just my clickbait headline. You're legitimately I'm going to be distressed right now by the seventh layer in a seven layer bar. <laughs> I mean, okay. So if you didn't go listen to the upkeep, go listen to it. You'll hear our discussion about it. It's only 10 yes, minutes, everybody. It's and only 10 minutes. There's a lot of news, quite honestly. There's a ton of news, but most importantly, we get down to business about what's in a seven layer bar. <laughs> it, it was shocking. It really was. Can't get over it. Um, so we're so excited that you're here. We hope you head out to your LGS because that's where it is going to be before arena everyone. So yeah, LGS number so one, exciting. then on arena. Um, so arena is February 7th and then the release is on the 10th. That's how it works uh, this time around. And yep. Phyrexia Owl Wheel 1 looks like really sweet. It looks really, really cool. Super and if excited. you're like, wow, there's some really complicated interactions. Yes, there yes. always are. But don't worry. That's why Judge Rob is here. And you might have noticed, too, our studio is going through some changes. Yes. You could call it puberty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could also not. And I think I would personally encourage you to like really not call it that. But you, you could call it anything else. This is not done yet, everybody. So, like, don't be like, what's with your new set? It doesn't look right because it's not done, okay? It's not done. Um, hopefully, next week it'll be in ship shape. Um, but it's part of a new video series that we're working on, these upgrades. So, mm -hmm. you know, just think about that. Get, about get that? excited. Get excited. But before we kick off our show today, huge thank you to everybody who made this new set and everything that we do possible over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Yes. And thank you especially to new patrons, Bo and Doug. Yay! Thank you, Bo and Doug, so much for becoming new patrons yes. this month we, or this past week. We so appreciate it. This episode is yours. It's your it is episode. For you. I love these names, Bo and Doug. I wish yes. my name was Bo. Um, so you can go and claim whichever part of this episode that you want to be yours specifically yeah the discord is a happening place for our patrons yeah if you're a patron at any dollar amount you get access to our discord uh one of our new patrons i think pledged in their local currency too yes they did which i wanted to say you can do that you can do that so if you're like oh usd is too expensive well you can pledge in your local currency and that's fine exactly um you can also buy a year up front for a discount wow um, pretty we're so sick. excited yeah Everybody who bought a playmat through our playmat drive now, the international ones have also now all gone out. So, so begin the praying. Begin the praying. This Cross is the, your this fingers. This is time to start. Um, so thank you, everybody. And if you're not a patron, we'd love you to join our family. Uh, it just makes you feel so much better if you're like, I'm kind of in a bad day. Become a patron of people that you like and whose content you consume. And I guarantee you, you just be like, I feel actually like 10 to 20% better. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're just supporting people whose content you love. Um, thank you also to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, the perfect place to go for your Phyrexia All Will Be One pre-order. Yes. Get yourself a box. They also have a great blog, which is one of the many amazing things that they do. Uh, they have 
stuff like uh, Phyrexia All Will Be One Commander Set Review. Oh, cool. Is up on their blog right now. Uh, Phyrexia All Will Be One Modern Highlights. All right. Phyrexia All Will Be One Standard Highlights. So if you're wondering, hey, how are these cards going to affect some of the formats that I play in? You can go and take a look at their blog. Uh, You can also sell your cards to Card Kingdom. We don't really talk about that much, but like I've been thinking about it. I'm like, I've got a lot of cards that I haven't haven't moved recently because <laughs> there haven't been GPs. That's when I would sell yeah. them generally was at GPs. So I'm like, I've got a little backlog here that I need to be selling. I think I'll go through Card Kingdom. So check them out. CardKingdom.com slash GLHF. Hey, everybody. Welcome Judge Rob to the show for the Phyrexian How Will Be One Rules episode. Yay! Hey, let's get made out of teeth, Rob. What do you say? Hi. <laughs> So I've had dental work in my life. I've got like a half crown. Not not a huge fan of teeth. Like, yeah, true. Yep. Yeah, that's fa- that's I fair. Do you have to say? Yeah, oh. just not in generally. Just not a huge fan of teeth. Yeah, just, just like not being where they're not supposed right, to be. Being where they're not supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, being where they're not. Uh. I like my teeth in my mouth, and that's. Yeah, and I like other people's teeth in their mouths. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Um, Um, Rob, normally we start these uh, episodes with you with a PSA, but first we have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think the seventh layer of a seven-layer bar is? So counting bottom up or top down? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, you can tell us about a a seven-layer bar from the bottom up. Bottom up. Okay, so the the bottom layer has to be a crust of some variety, right? Like a yes. graham cracker crust, maybe. That is correct. Okay, yep, got it. And then I don't know. We're we're gonna do a fancy one, maybe like a like a chocolate layer, yes. like a marshmallow layer. Oh, right. Like like would you, would you put a marshmallow layer? In I, 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 would. I would. I would. Yes. Right. So so you have like a graham cracker crust, and then a chocolate layer, then a marshmallow layer, some kind of like. It like like a like a chocolate chip cookie style layer maybe oh, oh cookie layer nice yeah, a, cookie, a cookie layer um, this is getting harder to make by the is, minute yeah, well no I, I mean, mean this is sounding really good though I would eat this yeah. right and then then like like fudge maybe okay fudge wow. layer fudge okay so that's five are you just naming all the desserts you know of no 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 there's I, a, I know a lot a of desserts cake layer <laughs> yeah well because like I'm not gonna add it like there's not gonna be a red velvet layer this is gonna be a dense seven layer bar it's not gonna be like there's no fluffiness in here uh, right okay here's the yeah. conspiracy okay. we're gonna okay. let you in on this okay I'm gonna tell you about the classic seven layer bar recipe okay. this is all right this is recipe. recipe of a seven layer bar the okay. graham cracker layer that's like you know like the bottom crispy layer chocolate chips butterscotch chips uh coconut uh, chopped nuts and sweetened condensed milk sweetened condensed milk we have arrived at the end of the official layers there are six Six. are you supposed to frost it no. no people are over here being like oh the butter that you put in the graham cracker crumbs counts as a la- it's own no, layer that's just a binding agent that's like saying that's like saying the eggs that you use in the cookie layer would count as a layer exactly right? or that like yes, when you make cookies Rob. you're making scrambled eggs and dough i mean my brother and i joke about this every, every once in a while we do things like like, no, uh, if you say we put scrambled eggs on our chocolate chip cookies, you are going to leave this No, 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 no. What did we call ketchup? We called ketchup cold tomato gravy. Well, yeah. Well, hey, that's, that's what, what it, it is. is. Right. right. Yeah, so we, we joke about like crossover food names that yeah, like yeah. Are, are descriptive, but aren't what you would think. Like cereal's a soup kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, cereal's yeah, a soup. I would agree soup. with that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, everybody, 
this is all carried over from the upkeep earlier today when <laughs> exactly. we discovered the horror that a seven layer bar is actually six, six layers. layers. Um, so if you want to tell shocking. us your conspiracy theory for what the seventh removed layer that nobody talks about, that nobody talks about in a seven layer bar, let us know down in the comments. Yeah. I want to know the secret seventh layer. Oh, so or weird. tweet at us with the hashtag seven layer conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> But Rob, back yes. to the uh, right, back, yes. to back to business. <laughs> back to magic. What's your PSA? My, my PSA. So, uh, Phyrexia Obi One is a set that's all about transgressive stuff, and it has a lot of body horror, including as it like, it, like as we mentioned, teeth, 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 teeth. teeth, teeth. Yeah. Uh, yep. accurate. And so there, there's going to be a lot of like this teeth. came up in Eldritch Moon as well, where there's just a lot of like people having like weird things happen to them that is kind of horrifying. Right. Yeah. yeah man. And, uh, it's okay to not want to look at these things. It is also <laughs> play it, blindfolded. Yes. It play blindfolded or just like, like you can, you can avoid looking at things. Right. Yeah. But, um, sometimes, it, sometimes if you are playing with a friend and you aren't bothered by something, cause like most body horror stuff doesn't get me that much. Um, Are you a Cronenberg nice. fan? <laughs> no, I, it's fine, but it's, it doesn't. It doesn't usually. It doesn't usually squick me. Yeah. Uh, it like like people manipulating eyes. I went to see an eye surgery that what? somebody Wait, uh, you uh, went to see an eye. No, no, surgery? no. My my buddy was getting laser eye surgery, uh-huh. and he he asked me to drive him right because he couldn't drive afterwards. Yeah, I mean, and so they, just... it turns out they put the surgery up on giant monitors no, out in the waiting room, no, and I was like, uh, no. "Do you have a not giant eye no. surgery waiting room?" Sick. <laughs> they said, "We do. We do have a non giant eye surgery wow. waiting room." And I said, "Great. <laughs> I'm gonna wait in that one." And that's this is my PSA is. People are going to get weirded out or squicked by different things, right? It's squicked. Yeah. And so just uh, you don't don't force them to like, here, look at my card with all of these extra bonus weird teeth on it. Right. Like you don't have to like it. Yeah. If they say they don't want to look at it, don't force them to. Uh, they, they get to have fun their way. You get to have fun your way. And like uh, l- let people be like, uh, sorry, this person with extra elbows gets. I don't know why. Gets me weird. Rob, I, I'm I really st- love that, that. I still am thinking I'm about that eye surgery. I'm still recovering from that. They're like, they're like, oh, yes, we have two waiting rooms. One if you would like to watch. And one if who, you don't want to watch. Yeah, well, one of them was basically the pre-surgery prep room. They're like, you're here with your friend. Do you want to wait in the pre-surgery prep room oh where we show you the surgery? God. Or you could go wait out in the normal outside waiting room that doesn't have the monitors. You're like, and I'm like, thank you. I'm the like, normal outside. I'm like, do you mind if I don't watch them do eye surgery on you? He's oh. like, nope, that's great. I'll come out when I'm done. Wow. <laughs> good, <laughs> good gravy. Yeah. Good tomato gravy. That they is were, horrifying. They were very nice people. This is like some people don't are bothered by it. and They would love to see it. Right. I, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. I just I, eyes. I can't. My dad once made me watch a surgery yeah. as part of his quest to make me be a doctor. I love this. Story. Oh, <laughs> it was the day after Christmas. Did it work, Megan, though? Oh, Did it work? Oh, yeah. You all know how I'm a doctor now. <laughs> yeah, because now Megan's a doctor. I'm so a doctor. It, it worked. Made, it worked. It all okay. made sense. I stood in an operating room yep. for what? What I can only describe he, as he a long time. He didn't show you a video. He took you to a live no, surgery. No, I went to a live surgery. Because you can watch Rob. from like those little observations. No, I was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the room, you guys. Oh dear, well, that would my not make doctor, me want to do it. Which is an important part of the yes, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it, it doesn't actually make any difference, does it? I mean, no, no, I don't. I can. <laughs> 
I think the proximity makes somewhat of a difference. No, 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 but I mean him being a doctor or not oh, doesn't make yes. it. Well, I guess. Like, How did she get in there? I'm going to bring this girl to this surgery and have her stand in the room and watch. Like, I can't think of okay. anything that would make me want to be a doctor less, quite honestly. Okay. Yeah, so anyways, that's anyways. just my own story about watching a surgery. So now that you've all been thoroughly like confused and grossed out. <laughs> just an average episode of Good Luck High Five, average to be honest. So to you, like uh, we've got returning mechanics. That's where we're going to start with. Um, and then new mechanics. And then we're going to go into individual card notes. Yes. So uh, returning mechanics, uh, the the big the big headlines. I put two on the same card because yeah. I think it's cool. Completed and proliferate. So let's talk about Vraska, Betrayal Sting. She costs a Frexian black, a regular black, and four. For a six loyalty legendary planeswalker Vraska. And she's fabulous. She yeah. is fabulous. She this is actually my favorite set of Vraska abilities they've ever printed. Oh um, wow. I'm, i I both really want to play her and really don't because I'm annoyed by the Frexian mana cost. But that's yeah. just like a personal thing. So she's completed her first ability. The Frexian mana cost can be paid with either black or two life. If life was paid, this planeswalker enters with two fewer loyalty counters. So if you decide to pay life for that Frexian mana, you only pay five mana, but you only get a four loyalty planeswalker out of your deal. Um, if they have multiple Frexian mana symbols like Nissa does, if you you can choose how many you want to pay life for. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, Nissa's Frexian, uh, Frexian green, Frexian green, 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 two. She's got a huge yeah. weird mana cost, but <laughs> the point is she has two she's Frexian. Big. Yeah. She's two Frexian green symbols, and so you can choose to pay two life and then green, 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 or you can choose to pay for... For Nissa, you could choose to pay four life and just green, green for her colored pips. Right. Um, and for each of those mana symbols that you pay four with life, you get two fewer loyalty. Um, if you pay life for another way for this card, like you have a bolus of citadel on the battlefield, and then pay life to cast Vraska off the top of your library, you still get six loyalty counters. You have to be paying life specifically for the Phyrexian cost of a Phyrexian symbol okay. for completed to decrease the amount of loyalty you get. Right. Um. Vraska has zero. You draw a card and you lose one life. Proliferate. We'll circle back in a second. Minus two. Target creature becomes a treasure artifact with tap, sacrifice this artifact, add one mana of any color, and loses all other card types and abilities. I love it. Yes. Uh, Minus nine. If target player has fewer than nine poison counters, they get a number of poison counters equal to the difference. (laughs) Uh, We'll talk about poison in a second. But um, so from the top, she's got like a couple weird things going on. Um, Proliferate is choose any number of permanents or players that have counters on them and then increase the number of counters on those things by one for every counter type that's on that thing. Yeah, and you said permanents or players, Rob. Yes, or players. If your opponent has experience counters or you have experience counters, you can increase them. Did oh, you know? What is that? Ex- where is that one from? Experience? Those are from Commander oh, like okay, 2014 okay. or something. Great. Um, <laughs> like, is there, like, there's a, it, the bowl, uh, um, the bowler is from that, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she, whatever. She, she, they're, they're all pretty fun, actually. Yeah, um, that's cool. But uh, proliferate, if your opponent has a poison counter, you can choose them, and you increase their poison counters by one. If a creature has any counters on it, you choose that creature, and every type of counter on that creature is increased by one. So if a creature has both an oil counter and a plus one, plus one counter, you will increase both. Um, you can't pick and choose which types of counters. So if your opponent's creature has a minus one, minus one counter and an oil counter on it, and you pick it to proliferate, uh, it would get one of each. Okay. So okay. They, it would increase the oil and increase the minus one. As a note, there's no way to do this in this set. Uh, there there are very few counters, which I'll talk about in a bit. Oh. Um, there's very, very few counter types in this set. Okay. Um, 
planeswalkers have loyalty counters, which means that Vraska gets to increase all your planeswalkers by one when you proliferate. Chris, she looks like she has a zero. She secretly has a plus one. Yeah, that's a secret plus one on yeah. her. And that's pretty sweet. Her minus two ability, which we mentioned we love, is that target creature becomes a treasure artifact with tap sacrifice it to add one mana of any color. That creature was a treasure. Yes. It's truly it, a treasure. Yeah, and it leaves it on the battlefield. She turns something to stone and makes your opponent go through the trouble of destroying their yes. own creature. It, fe- like, it feels like heartless. It's very, <laughs> it's very, very good. It's great. <laughs> They're like, but I, I don't want to sacrifice my thing. It's like, but it's just yeah. a it's stone just, now. It's just a treasure now. Yep. And uh, the controller retains it. Whoever had that thing, it keeps control of it. Under some weird and unusual circumstances, it can get other abilities and things. Uh, but mostly it just wipes out whatever it's there and replaces it with it's a treasure. You can just set a treasure counter on top of it. They might flicker it and then it'll come back, at, you know, being removed from stone, which I also think is pretty cool. Wait, if they flicker their treasure, it become card It would turn again? back into the creature, yeah. Because the continuous ability is gone. Anything that leaves the battlefield and comes back doesn't remember its previous existence, right? Right. Oh! And so they can save their creature by, like, <clears throat> returning it to their hand. Like, they could they could bounce it with a boomerang effect, right? Oh, that's kind of cool. And then replay it. Um, so they can save their creature from being turned to stone by Vraska, which is, I actually love this. This is, like, the most flavorful Vraska ability that exists, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, great. Because of this. And then she can almost but not quite kill a player with uh, with poison counters. Speaking which is, of. Yeah, speaking of, poison is back. Uh, so It's the 80s all over again. Yeah, it's the 80s, <laughs> 80s all over again, which is which is fine. Poison wasn't terrible. No, like, they had they, some they good songs. Yeah. Um, I can't remember any of them. No, but, not right now. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, let's use Noxious, Exult, uh, Noxious Assault as our example. Uh, green, Every green. rose has its thorn, gall dang it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Talk dirty to me. Those yep. are the, 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 the two those of Those are the two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Noctua's Assault is green, green, three for a sorcery. It says creatures you control get plus two, plus two until end of turn. Whenever a creature blocks this turn, its controller gets a poison counter. So this just directly puts poison counters on players. Wow, this could be bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, this mostly just kills the crab. Um, this is also an example, again, of teeth. Uh, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Look at, look at this. The, this he, he's a very excited boy. Um, so the the way the poison works is if you have ten poison counters, you lose the game. Poison counts up. Uh, there is one way from homelands to remove poison counters. We do not care about it. All right, um, got it. The sorry, there's two ways in Magic to remove poison counters if you have them. One is leeches, and one is Carn uh, the Carn liberated. Who can restart the game, which removes your poison counters? <laughs> oh. Well, that's one <laughs> way to get that's around case. it. That's yeah. That's those are the only ways to really get rid of poison counters once you have them. They well, will you count could up. lose, and then you don't have them anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's the third way to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this represents being completed and corrupted by the Phyrexians. and so things will generate poison counters. Um, we'll talk about the other mechanic that adds poison counters in a little bit. But there's there's a number of cards in the set that just say an opponent gets a poison counter. Or each opponent gets a poison counter usually. Sure. Or in this case, like, every time they block, they get a poison counter, which makes your creatures, like, either kill them with damage or poison. Uh, the pre-pre-release yesterday, uh, th- sorry, Saturday. The pre-pre-release on Saturday, it was about two-thirds poison kills versus Was it? Damage. Wow. There were a lot of poison kills. Interesting. Because it's inevitable. Gaining life doesn't get you out of the poison. No. Yeah. So, like, 
You'd be in situations where you'd be like, well, I am at 18 and nine poison counters, which happened to Graham at one point. Oh my he's gosh. Like, yep. uh, any proliferate spell kills me on the spot because you can proliferate their poison counters to right. make them die. Yep. And wow. so, um, okay, everybody, exciting. take that tip yep. with you into the pre-release. And also because poison is pretty parasitic. Uh, it only really exists in re- reasonably recent magic in this set and in the in the previous uh, Mirrodin block. They felt free to push a lot of the poison stuff. Uh, there's just a ton of poison in the set. So be aware. You'll get poison a lot. Um, and we'll talk about some things related to it. Will later. I though, Rob, because I've spent months uh, just drinking very small portions of the poison to make myself immune well, so if you play two at a giant, you'll be partially immune. And this is something I want to talk about, actually. Two yeah. at a giant, the poison total is 15. Okay. So if you go play two at a giant at a, oh, at a, store, okay. at a store pre-release, uh, the poison the poison total is 15. Also, with proliferate and two at a giant, uh, you choose a team instead of a player. Uh, so you, can, you can't proliferate on them twice. If the opposing team, ha- they have one shared pool of poison counters. And oh. so then if you proliferate on them, you choose the team and you add one poison counter. Okay. You don't get to that add two. That is very good to know. This is very relevant. Some An important two-headed <clears throat> giant corner case. Yeah. Well, th- this is just, this isn't even like a corner case. This is just going to come up all of the time in this format. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and the other thing to note is when we get to corrupted, uh, anytime that something asks for an opponent's amount of poison counters, it gets the whole teams. Okay. Because it's a, sh- a single shared yeah. poison total for the team. Oh, so, it's so nice. Yep. You know, two headed giant <laughs> yeah. really brings you closer yep. to your to your partner. Yep. You know, but when you, you have a disease, poison. they probably get it. If you have a cold, they get the cold. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Anytime I come home from a big magic event, um, I don't get sick and Ruth gets all my con crud. Oh, that's really it's, nice uh, of you, Rob. Yep. That's, that's sweet. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to flashback. Uh, so here's the deal. There are a bunch of cards in the set that have like a mechanic that I'd normally talk about Uh, flashback battle cry and um, affinity all exist. I'll run through them really quick. They're on like one to three cards. Okay. And so like viral spawning is green and two for a sorcery. Uh, It says create a green, a three, three green Frexian beast creature token with toxic one. Talk about that in a second. And it has corrupted. Also talk about this in a second in our new stuff. But as long as an opponent has three or more poison counters and viral spawning is in your graveyard, it has flashback of green and two, which means you can pay its flashback cost, cast it from the graveyard, and then exile it um, after it goes to leave the stack. So the it's the only card with flashback in the set. They decided they could put flashback on one random card in a set and be fine. Um, yeah, Mark Rosewater recently said flashback. Yes, deciduous. It's deciduous, yep. so it'll and come And apparently around. Battle Cry is too, because uh, Rhea Evor, Bane of Bladehold, has it. Mm. Um, Rhea Evor is black-white two for a 3-4 legendary creature Phyrexian Knight. Has Battle Cry. Whenever this creature attacks, each other attacking creature gets plus one, plus zero until end of turn. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, the next time target creature would deal combat damage to one or more players this combat, prevent that damage. If damage is prevented this way, create that many 1-1 colorless Phyrexian might artifact creature tokens with toxic one, and this creature can't block. That's a lot of words. It's a lot lot of words. words. Like, a lot of it is the way the tokens work is they have to spell out all the crap that tokens do. It's just like it has to be colorless and, you know. Uh, Basically, they're just 1-1 artifact white idiots that... Uh, can't block. They're they're bad at their jobs, uh, but 
their their other job is to like make your opponent feel anxious, which is like <laughs> the number one job of mites. I yeah. would argue. Yeah, yeah I, for I, sure. I, I would argue that mites, bed bugs, all these little like human yeah. uh, like like human parasites that we get in our houses. Their number one job. Anxiety. Make you feel anxious. Yeah, anxiety. <laughs> uh, there's also three cards with affinity. They decided they could put affinity on some number of random cards. Weird. So like Uxeta Finisher is red, red, five for a seven, five. A creature ogre rebel with affinity for equipment. Uh, this spell costs one less to cast for each equipment you control. Weird, but okay. Yeah, there's two with affinity for equipment and one with affinity huh. for artifacts. Wow. I have so, affinity for winning the game. Yep. Is that on any cards? Uh, well, within a game, you don't know how many games you've won because games are independent. <laughs> so we could put that on a card, but it wouldn't work. It wouldn't mean anything. Yeah, it right, wouldn't, it wouldn't right. do anything for you. Like, uh, so, and Uxeta Finisher also has Trample. So they have these cards that have like these these like flavorfulish mechanics that they're re- resurrecting from magic's history. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to do that a bunch more. They've decided they're just going to mine mechanics. They're going to put reminder text on all these cards, except for the weird, like if they're going to make alt art versions, they always drop the flavor text, which I actually kind of disagree with if they're going to do this, because if you don't know what affinity is, if you've never played with it, then, and you see an alt art card with affinity, you're like, what does this do? I have to go look it up. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. But, we'll yeah, see if they is, keep doing it from yeah, here on out. I think they will. I think it's not a bad spend. Of, no, I, like, I, I agree. Because they could spell this out. That's what they would do in previous sets. Yes. They'd be like, like they did in. Cost less, in, yeah. one less for each equipment you control. Yeah, exactly. Or in Theros Beyond Death where they had a bunch of like heroic creatures that didn't have the word heroic on them. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's super annoying. Why yeah. didn't they just put heroic on these? And so I think they're just going to do that. Yeah. Uh, so the new mechanics, though. New mechanics. New yeah, mechanics. The, big one, the big one is toxic. So like Plague Nurse here is well, green that's a three. hot tag. Hot tag. A hot tag, Rob, to call a mechanic toxic. You haven't even played with it yet. I mean, but I I watched people play with it. And oh, it's literally called toxic. It's literally called okay. toxic. I mean, Plague Nurse here, she's super toxic. <laughs> uh, so she is. green and three for a three, four creature, Phyrexian cleric, a toxic two. Um, and has green and two. Each other creature you control with toxic gains toxic one until end of turn. Jeez. Activate only once each turn. Um, and then she has reminder text for toxic. A player dealt damage by a creature with toxic also gets poison counters equal to that creature's total toxic value. So toxic says if she is toxic two. If she hits your opponent, they get two poison counters. Um, this is part of the damage event. If all the damage is prevented, they don't get any counters. And the if you have multiple instances of toxic, they sum. So if you activate her to give toxic or she she gives it to other creatures. So if you had like a mite token that is toxic one and you activate her, it has toxic one twice, which is two toxic two yeah two counters. Um, and what you do is you count up all of the toxic numbers amongst all your creatures and put that many poison counters on your opponent. It's technically one event which we had to figure out from the release notes because all, a, a card that I've talked about later, all will be one cares about when counters are placed on your opponent. Uh, and gotcha. so it's all one event, no matter how many creatures are damaging your opponent at once. Okay. I just have a quick um, question for y'all. Yes. Are y'all going to the damage event later? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I heard it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm I mean, going. I, 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 I kind of am. I'm going to, I'm going to be playing board games. Oh yeah. Big, That's the big, damage yeah, event. The damage yeah. Event. <laughs> yep. Um, Four Mirrodin is the other one. It's a it's a mechanic with an exclamation point. It's oh, very exciting. Wild. Um, so Silvok Battle Chair here. Uh, it's a chair. Yeah, colossal chair maw. Uh, green, green four <laughs> for an artifact equipment. It has four Mirrodin. 
And for Mirrodin means when this equipment enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 red rebel creature token, then attach this equipment to it. Equipped creature gets plus four, plus four, and has trample. Um, equips for green, green, five. Uh, so if you remember living weapon from the last the last Phyrexia set, yeah. um, the it, this is similar to that, where it makes a token, the equipment comes with a body, basically. Um, unlike the unlike living weapon, the equipment doesn't have to give pl- any kind of bonus. There's some that are just like, yeah. they, they have a static ability that like uh, gives flying and equipped creatures like plus one, plus oh. And so it doesn't have to give toughness. You always get a 2-2 body out of this. Um, this is a trigger that creates the token, then attaches the equipment, uh, which is important for cards that care about if a creature that's big enough entered the battlefield, uh, a 2-2 entered. Uh, there's one that we'll talk about later that ha- cares six, how big your other things left. are. Yes. It, yeah. A 6-6 six, six leaves, but the <laughs> the thing is that it doesn't enter as a 6-6. Six, six. enters yeah. as a 2-2, two, two, and then the equipment attaches. But it all this all happens during the trigger, so your so opponent can't— So I can't, can't like, respond yeah, to you it. Yeah, can't, you can't, like, you bolt the bolt creature it. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they, like, this is, this is just, like, you get a creature and it leaves behind it. It leaves behind a chair. And if you have seven mana, you can have somebody else ride in your chair. Um, <laughs> fun. This I chair this looks fun. I picked this because it's basically the funniest one of the, it's the whole lot. Cool. It's very cool. It's great. It's very hilarious. I want a battle chair. Uh, corrupted is a new thing that tracks the number of poison counters players have. So a note with affliction is black and one for an instant. It says exile target creature if it has mana value three or less. And it has the ability word corrupted. Exile that creature instead if its controller has three or more poison counters. Nice. So the the phrasing on this seems a little weird. Uh, This one is specifically exile that thing if it's too small or if it's small enough. And then check again. Did you happen to have three or more poison counters? Even if it's big, exile it. That's how it functionally works out. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so... Corrupted just says if they have three or more poison counters, they are corrupted. They're above the threshold for the number of poison counters. Um, corrupted turns on. Yes, corrupted Ew. turns on. It checks when it's relevant. So like in this case, it checks during the resolution of the spell. So there might be things that like whenever you cast a non-creature spell proliferate, um, if they had two poison counters, you can target anything. This it, um, a note with Affliction lets you target any creature, even if you couldn't, even if it has mana value five. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you couldn't normally exile it, so you could target a five with a note with affliction and then proliferate with your, when you cast a non-creature spell proliferate mm-hmm. and then bring them up to three, which okay. then makes Great. you able to exile. Uh, cause this one checks on resolution. Some things are like they gain an activated ability if they're corrupted, you know, there's a variety of stuff. It's an ability word. It's all just, it's it, like the cards say what they do on all of it. Um, and then I have a missing mechanics section. What? You've never yeah. had this section before? I've never had this section before because oh. I thought it was weird. When I was going through the set and watching the pre-pre-release, I was like, you know what? This is very, there's no plus one, plus one counters in this set. Not a single one. <gasps> so weird. There's no minus one, minus ones either. In the previous Frexia, there were minus one, minus one counters. Yeah. They, there's just none. Um, the, there's a cycle of legends that can get an indestructible counter, which you could proliferate, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. an ability counter. Um, and, like there's you get poison counters on players. You get oil counters is the only counter that's used that goes in your creatures basically. Hmm. And you get loyalty on your planeswalkers, but there's nothing else. There's yep. no other counter sources in this set. So proliferate doesn't have a lot of like stuff fancy, to proliferate. Yeah, there's not a lot of weird things you can do. All the stuff that would have been charge counters in the past or plus one, plus one counters is all oil counters. Yeah. All the creatures with oil count that would get plus one, plus one counters get oil counters. And then say they get like plus one, plus one for each oil counter on them. 
Weird. And so, yeah, it's a very, like, it's also very insular, right? This set is very self-contained and, like, navel gazy stares into just its own like eyes. Phyrexia. Yeah, just like Phyrexia. Yeah. Plane of layers. Yep. <laughs> like a seven-layer like seven layer bar. Layer bar. No, no, there's, there's nine Seven-layer conspiracy. <laughs> a nine-layer Phyrexian bar. We could have a nice recipe for that. That Ooh. actually has nine layers. Yeah. Then we can add Rob's marshmallow and cookie layer. I was yeah. going to say we have to add Oreo layer since Phyrexian <laughs> yeah. oil. It tastes like Oreos. Tastes like Oreos. Yep. Did you hear about this, Rob? Yeah. I- <laughs> I did. I was like, Regrettably. I mean, it's not wrong. My question is, does it taste like the, it does it taste like normal Oreos or does it taste like good Oreos, like Numinos? Oh, Ooh. Ooh, hot take. Wow. I've never had a Numino. Or does You've it never taste like a, a budget Oreo? No, yeah, no. yeah. Oreos are the budget Oreo. Oreo is budget Oreo? Yeah, because Hydrox were original. Okay. But you're telling me like if I go to, um, you know, like Target, there's not going to be Target brand Oreo. I guess actually they don't. No, they don't really be- okay. because Fair Hydrox enough. cookies came first. Yeah. Then Oreos were the knockoff that was cheaper. <gasps> and, and then, then they then, obliterated them. Yeah. Then they, they wiped, they wiped out Which Hydrox. Which is very Phyrexian, Phyrexian of yeah, Oreos very to Phyrexian have done. Oh, wow. And they assimilate all sorts of other stuff. You can, can go buy, you can go buy Oreos Birthday made out of graham Oreo? crackers, right? Yeah. Yes. They don't have the Oreo outside, right? Wow. You can buy, and they'll fill them with anything. They'll fill them with pistachio, right? You're also, making a really compelling case for Oreos actually being Phyrexians. Yeah. Look, I thought of all of this when I said it the That's, other day. Yeah. <laughs> very, very far, far thinking. Like, I, I was thinking, though, like, are you going to buy, like, Oreo or, like, Numinos? Like, honestly, just go I'm get Okay, Numinos. now I'm going to buy a Numino because I want your Numinos, they taste better. better. Okay. Yeah, the, both the cookies a little better and the cream's a little better. Wow. Also, just like, just like Fig Newmans, if yes. you've only been having Fig Newtons and you've oh, never yeah. had a Fig Newman, yeah. do yourself a favor because it's, like, a... It's a it's brand nice. new strict upgrade. <laughs> yeah, it's a strict upgrade. Well, Almost all the stuff that like everything Newman, they make Paul is Newman's just, company a, is yes. just a, it, they just make it like so they they cost twenty five percent more, but they're also like thirty percent better. Okay, so you well, come out I'll ahead. make that trade. Paul Newman, the guy was a fox, and he makes yes. a tasty cookie. Yeah, one of my favorite actors, but also like. It, yeah. it makes all sorts of good foods. Oh my gosh. Well, well now I'm going to just have to go through all of the catalog of Paul Newman's foods and see yeah. how I mean, they've been upgraded. To be to be fair, it used to be more charity driven than it is too. Like yeah. his, the people who took over his estate don't sink as much into charity as, because that, that was the foundation is it was a charity driven organization that he made, but like, it's still fine. Um, Mm. All right. Yep. Moving on. Sorry. <laughs> this this digression to Paul oh, yeah. Newman has yep. been brought to you How by dare Newman's you, Rob. <laughs> it was definitely all your fault <laughs> and not Maria and I's trademark of the show. Oh, look at is the popcorn good? I have no idea. I've never had their popcorn. That. But I was just talking to someone yesterday about how many microplastics are in microwave popcorn, so I'm oh, just going to tell you god. don't touch it. Oh god. <laughs> Maria, okay. Don't do it. I know sometimes I'm lazy though. Okay, well, I'll stop being lazy. <laughs> Um, so let's look at individual cards because that's what that's what we've got. Yes. Uh, let's start with Charge of the Mites. Um, I don't know what's going on in this art. Those are mites, right? Yes. But they're Those also are big, big mites. But they're big I, mites. I don't know. So white and Mighty two. Mites. For an instant, choose one. Charge of the Mites deals damage equal to the number of creatures you control to target creature or planeswalker. Or create two one-one colorless Phyrexian Mite artifact creature tokens with toxic one, and this creature can't block. Mm. Um, so the same mites that we're t- that we're looking at before, they're toxic. So players dealt combat damage by them also get a poison counter. Yeah. Um, as a note, this calculates its damage during resolution. I remind on this a lot, but like 
it's hard to think through that your opponent can like use one of the myriad of instant speed removal spells in this set to remove one of your creatures to reduce the damage that this is going to deal. Yeah. Because you'll you'll target their 5-5 five, five with your five creatures out and they'll be like, ah, in response, I'm going to like edict you with uh, children's whatever. In yeah. Edict. Yeah. <laughs> There's an instant speed edict. It's really good. Um, yeah. So be aware. You can get blown okay, up yeah. by, by removal by, uh, on this. Uh, and you have to choose the mode when it goes in the stack so they know exact and the target so they yeah. know exactly what's going to happen. They can't like re- you're you're like oh I'm going to cast this and they're like I kill a creature and you're like I changed my mind. Yeah, Give me I would two like to make two ones. mites. And yeah. They're like no, they're no. Like, I don't know how it works. Um, ruthless predation, green and one for a sorcery. Target creature you control gets plus one plus two until end of turn. It fights target creature you don't control. Fight. Yep. Too Standard many fight. Arms. Yeah, this is this heart's got yep. too many arms. Yep. It's uh, it's a problem. Uh, he's got enough arms to strangle that dude with s- yes six six of them. This guy has got yeah. at least three hundred pounds on whatever is strangling him, and, and he's it does losing. not matter. It, yeah, yeah. Well, the, and that's, that's, the problem, that's the power of arms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so <laughs> why is this card not called <laughs> that's the, power the power of, of arms? arms? Yeah, it could be. Um, so I want to note for ruthless protection here, uh, ruthless predation here. Um, if they have no creatures, you can't cast the spell. It requires you to target one of yours and one of theirs. Uh, it's relevant if you... So you can't th- use it as a pump spell? Yeah, you can't use it as a pump spell unless you're going to fight. Okay, gotcha. Um, and so it, it it's obligatory that you have a fight for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't use it to save your creature if they don't have any creatures. You can't use it to kill their face if you don't if they don't have any creatures. Sure. Um, so just be aware that if you're clicking on the Sunarina, why can't I kill you? Well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, armored scrap gorger. I love this art. This art yep. is actually very nice. This is a pleasant piece for this set. Uh, <laughs> green and one for a creature, Frexian Beast. It's an O3. It gets plus three plus O as long as it has three or more oil counters on it. Tap to add one mana of any color. And whenever armored scrap gorger becomes tapped, exile target card from a graveyard and put an oil counter on armored scrap gorger. Uh, so, wow, this card's great. This card's yeah. very good. Uh, you will play it in most of your green limited pools, which is going to lead to weird situations because I think that this is one of the more complicated cards in the set. So it has this triggered ability that whenever it becomes tapped, whenever you tap it for mana or attack with it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it must eat. It has to target something from a graveyard. <laughs> um, when it becomes tapped, exile target card. That's mandatory. It must eat. If there are no creature cards in graveyards, this ability doesn't get to go on the stack because it doesn't have a target. Because it, it must target. It's not up to one. So it has to eat something. Hungry. So hungry. And also, if it doesn't have anything to eat, it doesn't get oil counters. So if you play this on turn two, there's so usually dry. nothing in the graveyard yet, right? Mm-hmm. And so then on turn three, you tap it for mana, and you, you're you like 50-50 to get an oil counter, maybe. Yeah. Um. So the, the, target, the targeting requirement of the trigger means that you have to have something there. Gotcha. In order to get an oil counter. And this will come up a bunch. It's also technically possible with the um, with the spheres. So there's these lands that have uh, color one tap and sacrifice them, draw mm-hmm. a card. Uh, if you have no cards in your graveyard, it's technically possible for you to eat the sphere <laughs> by using the armored scrap torture for mana. That's what I say when I eat an Oreo. You eat, eat the, the sphere. sphere. <laughs> I- I know it's a yeah. di- it's a disc. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say you and I have eaten very different Oreos. <laughs> I've been eating okay. round Oreo though. What, wouldn't you eat an Oreo yes. sphere? Because the inside well, has the cookie, the cream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, Oreo. so it's it's Oreo cookie on the outside. It's not it's an like Oreo ball. It's not like it's not like just a flat layer of cream with like a disc of chocolate 
chocolateish stuff above and beneath? No, it's kind of a thicker cookie layer, so you break your teeth when you bite into oh. it. But the cream is in there. Yeah. I would assume that I would cut it with a knife and then like scoop just, out the cream with no, a spoon. No, you can't cut it with a knife because it's going to crack. Just like if you cut an Oreo, it would just go everywhere. It's a horrible invention. I, okay. Yep. <laughs> Maria, this could have been a good thing. All right. Yeah, you, Sorry. It's it's like Phyrexia. Like, it could have been a yeah, good thing. Yeah, it could have been a good thing. Like a crispy cookie outside and then cream on the inside the yeah. end. So. It's like with, a truffle, but cookie. Oh, yeah. Cookie yeah. truffle. Yeah. Ooh, is that All right. So, so uh, with the spheres, though, you can <laughs> activate the sphere. Um, you, you announce I'm activating this. I'm going to pay all the costs. And then it goes on the stack. The ability goes in the stack, but you paid the cost of sacrificing it. Uh-huh. And then it's in the graveyard already. Okay. And that's when the trigger happens from the armored scrap order. And okay. then it could go in and eat the sphere. Yeah. You can do this. Um, if you're going to try to do this on arena, it should work just fine. Um, but you need to click the... You need to, instead of like tapping your mana first and then clicking your, mm-hmm. uh, and then clicking your spell, you need to click the spell and then tap the mana because sure. that's actually the order yeah. in which you're, you need to do it. Great. Um, floating mana doesn't work for you, but you also might want to leave the sphere in your graveyard. So you actually get a choice there, which is oh. nice. Um, evolving adaptive, uh, single green. <laughs> I thought this said evolving appetite. <laughs> I mean, that would not, that would, that would not surprise me relative, relevant to the set. It would have more teeth. If it was evolving I'm appetite so in the set though. Okay. You're very hungry. Okay. Uh, evolving adaptive, single green for a zero, zero creature, Frexian warrior. Evolving adaptive enters the battlefield with an oil counter on it. Evolving adaptive gets plus one, plus one for each oil counter on it. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, if that creature has greater power or toughness than evolving adaptive, put an oil counter on evolving adaptive. Weird. So it's like evolve, but it's not exactly real. exactly like evolve. <laughs> it did, did evolve want the toughness too? Yep. Is that yeah. how it worked? One. Either okay. one was fine for evolve. Wow, this okay. is exactly the same. They named it in reference, but it doesn't get plus one, plus one counter, so they couldn't put evolve on it. Oh, sure. And Why? so it's just oil. Okay. Um, this... It, this is the card that I called out working weirdly with four mirroring cards. So if you cast Colossal Chairmaw, um, it'll create a 2-2 two, two token. Yeah. If Evolving Adaptive already has two power and toughness, it won't evolve. Gotcha. Um, because the two, two it entered as a 2-2 two, two and then got the chair. That, yeah, that's really relevant. I would not. Yeah. I don't think I would know that. Yep. Well, maybe I would. I'm it's not sure. It's not obvious. And it, yeah. like, don't, don't file a bug report. It's the chair comes out and then gets equipped. Um, and you will probably play both of these in reasonable limited decks. And so, uh, again, this actually came up with the pre-pre-release. Yeah. So, yeah. the just a thing. Uh, Necrogen Communion. Oh, great name. A great name, and actually, again, really pleasant art for yeah, the set. This is, this is just nice. Uh, black and one for an enchantment aura. Enchanted creature you control. Enchanted creature has toxic two. So, players dealt damage by combat damage by this specifically, get two poison counters. When enchanted creature dies, return that card to the battlefield under your control. Sick. It's yeah, very this card, good. This, this card, card is very is really good. good. <laughs> um, and so the thing is, though, that um, there's instant speed uh, graveyard removal in this set, notably armored scrap gorger, which yeah, can eat things from the true. graveyard at instant speed. Mm-hmm. Exile get it too. Yeah. And so you can, you, can, you can let the creature die, and then while it's in the graveyard, exile the creature. And then Necrogen Communion loses track of it and can't return it from exile. Where did it so, go? Yep. I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry, boss. Um, and also, if they take control of your creature, there's some ways to do this in this set. Then you, it, this will fall off because it's enchant creature you control. 
Oh, well, um, it's, right, you, it's right there on the card. You yeah, know what they say? Read the card. And you can't card. play it on there. The other thing with this is it, with some of these enchantments, you might plan your opponent's creature in order to like then kill the creature and take control of it. You can't do that with yeah, this. Yeah, no. So there's some limits because of the enchant creature you control. Okay. Uh, Blade of Shared Souls. It's blue and two for an artifact equipment for Mirrodin. So it makes a 2-2 rebel and then equips itself to that. Whenever Blade of Shared Souls becomes attached to a creature, for as long as Blade of Shared Souls remains attached to it, you may have that creature become a copy of another target creature you control. Oh. And then it equips for two mana. This card is way weird. <laughs> uh, so it, what it does is it changes way the weird. characteristics of the object in the battlefield. Right? Yeah. Yes. And so if you, like, copy Evolving Adaptive, you don't get the ETB trigger from the oil, that put, or ETB replacement effect that puts the oil counters on it. Yeah. And so you'll probably die. Uh -oh. Because you'd be a zero zero. Yeah. You get the base characteristics of whatever that object is as modified by other copy effects. Gotcha. Um, and that duration is until this becomes unequipped. So you can move the blade around to get back your original characteristics. Nice. Like if you decide that you really need a 2-2 two -two red creature for some reason because you copied a 1-3 or whatever, and you're like, no, I want 2 power now, you can move your thing over. Um, and it's also optional. You still have to pick a target, and then you choose whether or not you're going to copy during resolution. Okay. Um, and the... It's just a, this is a strange card. I like it a lot, but be aware that you're going to end up in situations, counters don't get copied. So if you have something with a bunch of oil counters on it, copying them isn't going to counter the oil, copy the oil counters. Mm -hmm. But you can use this to like amass oil counters in weird ways from, from oil counter <laughs> stuff. So it's, it's just a neat, interesting card. I like open, interesting yeah. rares like this. It does seem very cool. Um, Blue Sun's Twilight. Is, More great art. I love yes, this art. This it's is so just cool. Jenga Taxis wants to eat the sun. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't you if you could? Would I? No, that would what? kill everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm with Rob here. I'm oh, go this is so tempting, <laughs> Maria. You're telling me that if you could eat the sun. I think, she's, I think she's just very hungry. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I just need to stop because of the sun. <laughs> Do we, do you have like a blood sugar monitor uh, that we can use to check no, you? Or? Seriously. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm struggling. So blue sun's twilight blue, blue X for a sorcery gain control of target creature with mana value X or less. If X is five or more create a token. That's a copy of that creature. Sick. It's very wow. Cool. Um, so the thing with this is if you do both parts of it, it steals their creature and then makes a copy which might be relevant if the creature has like a whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control trigger. Mm -hmm. um, or it might be relevant if you like steal their Elish Norn. Uh, like, well, I plan on doing that. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah. So like, just be aware that the sequencing is you steal their thing and then you make a copy for the purposes of like, especially ETB yeah. triggers. Like whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control is a thing that comes up a couple times in this set. Um, Graz, Unstoppable Juggernaut. Ooh, this, Graz. The artist, this thing is real metal, man. It's a leveler. Woof. Uh, so it, I don't know how much lore you know about original Mirrodin. No. Mirrodin's an artificial creation of Karn. Yes. It's a sphere. It's yes. a It's a metal sphere that he made that's huge, right? Yeah. And he wanted to keep it like a smooth sphere. And so uh -huh. he made these levelers, which are humongous, immense things that roll over the surface of Mirrodin oh, and, and wipe everything clean nice behind themselves. <sighs> yep. And I love this I love guy. his eye to detail. I like his attention to detail. Yeah. Carnes. 
You yeah. gotta keep this sphere smooth. Yeah, you gotta keep it. He, he also like, he also views like the organic things that it eventually like take root on Mirrodin, like the humans and stuff that come here uh-huh. as like kind of pests, which is, it's so the, the, the levelers are designed to kind of clean everything out. It's like a wow. self-cleaning oven. And, um, oven. yeah, so the, like leveler is a weird, weird card from the original Mirrodin that like, uh, nobody cares about. It's like a four mana. It says you, you know, uh, do some stuff. We don't care about it. Uh, but Graz Unstoppable Juggernaut is eight mana for a legendary artifact creature Juggernaut. Seven five. Juggernauts you control attack each combat if able. Juggernauts you control can't be blocked by walls. And other creatures you control have base power and toughness five three and are Juggernauts in addition to their other creature types. <laughs> I love this card. The card is very fun. Everybody's um, a Juggernaut. It is, it is actually the single card I am most excited for in this set. Because of the the tragedy that is Traxos Scourge of Krug and having the wrong creature. Well, type. at least they went back to giving juggernauts can't be blocked by walls. Yes, it, it, there's there's one that there's can, a wall in the set. The, the previous set where yeah. it did not have that text on it, yep. and I was like, that's not a juggernaut. That's yeah, not, it's a juggernaut. not a juggernaut. Simply and not so, a juggernaut. Uh, uh, Graz here, uh, he adds um, types. He wipes out the base power and toughness. Additional plus one plus one counters would apply on top, but as we mentioned, there aren't really any plus one plus one counters in this. Yeah. Equipment will add power and toughness on top of that, though. It's just like replacing the numbers in the corner with with uh, that with with five three. Um, It also adds the type juggernaut. It doesn't remove any type. Um, It doesn't add artifact. So your creatures don't become artifacts, even though you might think juggernauts are all artifacts. Yeah, but Graz doesn't doesn't do that. Yeah, but not Um, all artifacts are juggernauts. It's true. Um, are all juggernauts artifacts? I well, believe not with so. Graz. Yeah, Gra- Graz will make anything he wants into a. Okay, in, I'm just like, curious. Continue. I, yeah, I think. What, what are you looking at? Like Kent, a Keldon Battlewagon Altarian. Like I, I, I know these because I built a juggernaut tribal deck. Um, yeah. I'm excited for this because I want a juggernaut commander and Traxo Scourge of Krug looks like a juggernaut, but inexplicably is a construct. Made yeah. me angry. They're all. They're um, all. Yeah, they're artifacts. all artifacts. Um, yep. And so Graz will turn your stuff into juggernauts, but not artifacts. He also adds abilities to them. He doesn't wipe out any existing abilities, mm-hmm. uh, which is relevant if you have flying, if you have vigilance. You get to keep those things. Uh, you just like upgrade yeah. your your one two flying vigilance dude into a five three flying vigilance dude. It's pretty good, uh, but they have to fight in the grim future of Graz. There's only war. So. <laughs> Uh, mostly I think this is Crater Hoof Behemoth and I think you just kill your opponent for the temerity of existing every time you cast this spell. Right. Um, just, that's how I view this card. <laughs> um, Green Sun's Twilight is my next one. It's a sorcery. Green and X. Reveal the top X plus one cards of your library. Choose a creature card and or a land card from among them. Put those cards into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. If X is five or more, instead put the chosen cards onto the battlefield or into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So uh, there's not a lot of cards that say X plus one. Yeah, that is bizarre. That's very bizarre. Like, you remind yourself. I know, that, I would have super, mi- yeah. I think I would have missed it. Yeah, I, I missed it the first time I read this card. I was like, this doesn't seem very good. It's yeah. actually fine. Um, the, the other thing is that there's no, like, other cards like this also t- tend to have a mana restriction on the creature that you can put on the battlefield. Green Sun's Twilight does not care. Nice. Uh, so it's like, hey, you find yeah. you find a big baddie in there? Yeah. Would you like to put Graz on the battlefield? It I costs would. Eight. I want to put Graz in the battlefield. Yep. <laughs> yep. You get a discount for for putting him out with Green Sun's yeah. Twilight. Um, and a free land, just because. 
Uh, so you need them. Throw it in there. Needs you need them. So just be aware that this has two things that like, if you're used to cards like this, that it doesn't, that they don't usually have. Yeah. There's the plus one and the, it, the no mana cost limitation on it. Um, soulless jailer. Our preview card. Our preview card. Yes, I know. I I want to talk about it though because it's got some weird stuff going on. Yeah, and like, but so, also so cute. It's actually very cute. Again, cute? I keep on picking out art from the set that's actually like normal insane. Yeah. Uh, I think that they put all the like weird teeth stuff on like commons that I don't care about. Yeah. So soulless jailer. Uh, it's a zero four artifact creature Frexian golem. Permanent cards in graveyards can't enter the battlefield. Players can't cast non-creature spells from graveyards or exile. Uh, so Solus Jailer is uh, really specific about what it's trying to beat up. <laughs> it really wants you to not cascade. This card says, please don't cascade. Uh, they, which is relevant in like modern. Um, because you're... Um, because you're casting you're the spell from exile. Exile, okay. And so like all of the cascade zero mana spells in modern aren't creatures. So they will get exiled by cascade and then won't be castable. Um, Go get them. Solus yep. jailer. This cares about where things come from though. So the Solus jailer does not prevent, uh, it does not prevent things from being put onto the battlefield from your library. So green sun's twilight from before puts them out of the battlefield from your library. Solus jailer does not care. Um, so you need to look at where the thing is coming from to determine what it's going to be doing. It also doesn't prevent permanents from entering from exile. So it doesn't prevent flickering. It doesn't prevent you from, from casting, uh, your commander in, in commander. Sure. Like it just pays a lot of attention to some very weird specific things. Um, it's very unusual. It's very focused kind of nonsense. You probably will not play this in limited because it does not matter. Yeah, please don't play this card. Please don't play okay. this card in limited. Uh, the, it's the, not, it's unless not, you really need an O4. Yeah, if you need an O4 for two, if you're playing a three-color control deck, like some kind of brilliant super genius, and you open <laughs> this and you need a blocker, you can play this. None of this or text bring does it in anything. out of your board for... Oh, anyway, yep. lock the door and eat the key. That's a great flavor Yes, text. lock the door and eat the key is, like, perfect. I, I like that a lot. Um, all will be one. The name of the set Whoa, on a card on for a some reason. Wow. Um, I mean, we're getting conflux. a lot of colon sets. <laughs> yeah, Con a complex was the first card. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of sets where they the art is just are. illustrations of colons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the, I mean, I'm constantly writing the name of these sets, right? Yep. And I'm always like, God, there's so long as a friggin' colon in here. Well, it's it's the sequels problem, right? If, yeah. If you yeah. make if you make you know, <laughs> like once you get to Fast and the Furious Eight, you're just like, I don't want to call it Fast and the Furious Eight. People are gonna say, Did I miss anything in the first seven? Right? Instead, you call it you know Fast well, okay, and the Furious. At least when we get to ten, it's gonna yeah. be Fast Ten Furious. Sure. What do you think? That's, that'd be fine. I would like that's actually okay. That, that like like sneaking the number in there, even though like fantastic with the four was bad. Like also it wasn't the fourth movie. I don't know why, but like <laughs> I was like they didn't have four movies. Yeah, they didn't have four movies, but they spelled fantastic with a four instead of the A. Okay, I look movie executives, but uh, <laughs> all will be one is red red three for an enchantment. Whenever you put more one or more counters on a permanent or player, all will be one deals that much damage to target opponent, creature and opponent controls, or this, planeswalker and opponent controls. This card seems really sick. This card's incredible. Um, Gross. I mean, it's yeah. a mythic. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a five cost red mythic. Uh, like, 
your opponents should feel bad when this gets cast, and they're going to. Um, anytime an oil counter gets put on, you'll do one damage, right? Because it's mm-hmm. one one oil counter getting put on. It counts all of the toxic counters going on as a single event. So if you attack your opponent with two different toxic two creatures, mm-hmm. then they they don't block, and this puts four poison counters on them as a single event. Yeah. Um, they the damage. Yeah. They, they, well, we're they, all going. We're going. They elect. This is different from how lifelink works. Yeah. So they had to clarify this in the release notes. Uh, which I'm very glad they've come out already. Uh, but the so if you if you toxic two toxic two hit your opponent four counters go on that means a single trigger from Frexy all will be one and it will deal four damage to a target. Wild, um, jeez. So this is if you're a, if you're a deep rules geek, it, you'll be like, well, why does it work different from Lifelink? And the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> we we ha- we'll get we'll get the comp rules in a week. Yeah. So like, then we'll get to see exactly how they wrote this out. I have an idea. I have a guess. But the release notes from this are pretty clear that this counts all of the toxic counters getting placed as a single event yeah. for a single trigger instead of four different triggers. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, Whatever. you'd be dead instantly. Well, you, no. But the thing is that you. It would be one, ca- one, yeah, one, one. Yeah. So if oh, I attack with two toxic I twos, I can't split it up is right. the point. Okay. So I can kill a single four toughness. I can't kill two different twos with two toxic twos hitting at the same time. So uh, that's the, the thing. Um, Capricious Hellraiser, red, 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 three for a creature, Frexian Dragon. It's a four, four. This spell costs three less to cast if you have nine or more cards in your graveyard. I don't know why this text is on there. Uh, flying. When Capricious Hellraiser enters the battlefield, exile three cards at random from your graveyard. Choose a non-creature, non-land card from among them and copy it. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. What? Uh. Instance. <clears throat> yes. Um, so... The uh, my suggestion for this card when you're in physical play because arena will just auto magically like pick three cards and you don't yeah. get any choices uh, is pick up your graveyard and shuffle it or roll some dice like uh, shuffle it face down and have your opponent pick cards face down or have them roll dice against the random pile of stuff graveyard order doesn't matter in like ninety nine point nine percent of games that you yeah. ever played so just shuffle your graveyard randomly get three cards um, and then those are your three that you get to play uh, that you get to copy one thing of. This dragon is also very cute. Yes. He's having a great time raising hell. Oh, yeah. He he decided that he likes to wreck things. Time of his life. Um, And note that you're going to choose a non-creature, non-land card and copy it and cast the copy without paying its mana cost. If that card is a permanent card, um, so like say it's an enchantment, this will make a token copy of that. Great. You'll cast the copy and it'll make it the, the copy will resolve into a and token. And then the copy. original will exile. The original stay in exile. The original stay exiled forever. That's you you neat. exile three at random and then they're gone forever and you make a token copy of the card. Okay. Um, it's relevant, but that token copy retains all the characteristics of the objects just like token copies do. So you might end up with token enchantments, token artifacts, uh, whatever, okay. randomly on the battlefield. Um, this is a little weird. Like, yeah, creating, I'd say. Creating arbitrary token auras is not something I've ever really seen before. <laughs> but they, the rules are fine with yeah. it. Hashtag goals. Um, hashtag goals. Um, Drivnod, Carnage Dominus. A cosplay. Very high up there for grossest card. Look at this. Look at this guy. Cosplay. You're going to cosplay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have this my ribcage out. Well, no. This is a lot more than just a normal ribcage. This is a double-sized ribcage. It's like a spring. Yeah. Like what? What has this kind of rib cage out in the world? Me, like I do, Rob. Uh, That's do. what my rib cage looks like. This, have- he has fourteen ribs. <laughs> I, I only have like five. You could make a lot of women from me. I 
We'll You're not that one where it long. is. Yeah, okay. Continuing. <laughs> Drivnod here is Black Black 3 for a legendary creature Phyrexian Horror. Drivnod's an 8-3 for 5 mana. Cards are good now. <laughs> if a creature dying causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Yikes. Also, uh, Phyrexian Black, Phyrexian Black, and exile three creature cards from your graveyard. Put an indestructible counter on Drivnod, Carnage Dominus. Uh, and... Uh, it Ew. reminds you of Frexy Mana Works, which you can pay with either two black or black woof. or two life. This card is a um, wolf and a half. This card is incredible. This card um, is. So. Drivnod, come to me this coming, weekend. Really yeah, coming up from the bottom. I call you. Yeah. All of these Dominus cards have like a Frexian, Frexian, and spend some cost yeah. um, to put an indestructible counter on them. Those are all activatable at instant speed on all these Dominus. Disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely so you can just appalling. sit there. And then just, you don't have to immediately be like, well, to protect him, I need to make him indestructible. No, you just wait until your opponent tries to interact with him. And you're just like, nah. You better be playing your exile cards. That's what I'm learning today. Yes, exactly. Oh. If you can exile things, do it. Like, uh, like exiling is primo in this set. Um, <laughs> also, so this says um, that ability triggers an additional time. There's a bunch of things nowadays that say this ability triggers only once each turn. Yeah. This won't trigger that twice. Okay. That, because that thinks that trigger specifically says it will only trigger once each turn, no matter like it, So if you have a creature die and you have a, when a creature dies, gain two life, sure. this ability triggers only once each turn, you will still only get one copy of that trigger because it's only allowed to trigger once per turn. Gotcha. Another, uh, um, another Dominus. Dominus. Yep. Mondrak, glory Dominus. Wait, wait, two for a four, four legendary creature, Phyrexian horror. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many of those tokens are created Haven't instead. Haven't we learned our lesson about cards like these? I No, I have. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I just am having such flashbacks. Yeah. Did you know that there's a lot of ways to create mites and like yeah. rebels well, in this set? Yeah, there are. So, uh, and also, then I'm going to cast yeah. Gigatron. What's his name? A mech Titan? Grax. Oh, a Graz. Graz. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then so, Crater Huff, like you said. Uh, Mondrak is... Uh, Frexian wait, Frexian wait in one, sacrifice two other artifacts and or creatures so you can split it up an artifact and a creature. Put an indestructible counter on Mondrak Glory Dominus. Um, so Mondrak will double the number of tokens that you get, right? So, yeah. so anytime that you try to make a mite, it makes two mites. Anytime you try to make a rebel with four mirrored in, it makes two rebels. Ooh. But that trigger is going to try to attach that equipment to both those rebels. Yeah. You pick one, it only attaches okay. it to one of it. And yeah. equipment can only be attached to one thing at a time. So, uh, so you'll get two rebels. The equipment will attach to one of them of your choice. So you get to pick which of the two entirely indistinguishable rebels yeah. it gets equipped to. This chair only carries one rider, man. Yep, it's true. <laughs> even even if you could sit in somebody's lap, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Yep. Wow. The, the people who prevent you from sitting on people's laps at roller coasters have the same have thing the about same the Silvac Battle that. They're like, uh-uh. Have you tried to do that, Rob? Like, Rob's and like, And you uh. must be this tall. Yeah. So many people told me I can't sit on laps at roller coasters. It's true. <laughs> wow. What, wow. Do, what do you think you so about much, this Judge set? Rob. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I am most excited for Graz so that I could build a commander deck yeah, with Juggernauts. Yeah, with Juggernauts. Finally. I think that's great. Uh, it'll be my first colorless commander deck, actually. Amazing. And, um, I'm very excited for um, a card that we didn't talk about that isn't even in the main set, Urtet Remnant of Memnarch, because I have a mirror commander deck, and now I finally get to fire whatever random five-color person is helming it that day for an actual mirror. Oh, that's nice. Um, nice. And so, like, I'm just, I'm excited about cards that are, like, normal-ish for the set. 
Um, I don't think that I'm going to end up playing most of these cards outside of the context of the set because they all have toxic and poison and stuff. And like yeah. you said, um, it's pretty insular. It's pretty insular. I think that's going to make it a great limited environment. Honestly. I hope so. Yeah. So like the limited environments that are pretty insular tend to be one of two things, either miserable because they goofed something up or tuned to like behave smoothly in its own little clockwork universe. Yeah. Yeah. And this feels a lot more like the latter. All right. Uh, from, from seeing stuff at the pre pre-release from just reading a bunch of these cards, like they feel pretty good. They feel pretty interactive. There's a lot of removal flying around. Um, like it looks like it's going to be fun. So yeah, yeah I agree. Nice. I think it's so cool. Well, Megan, since this is a pretty gross set, I'm yeah. going to have you go first because we <laughs> just right. need to know. There's a lot of gross going on. What's yes. the grossest? Well, there's, as you said, a lot. Um, Drivnod, certainly up there. <laughs> That's just one spooky lad. One spooky right. lad. He, whatever he's got going on that's like some combination of weird red sinewy flesh stuff and ribs, don't like it. <laughs> yep. I just have to say, I don't like it. All right, all right. Um, but as we mentioned before, there's just, there's a lot of teeth. Um, and there's some of these that just have too many teeth. Uh, to honestly be okay. <laughs> we just can't, we just simply, yeah. we, we simply cannot have it. And so um, another honorable mention to swooping lookout, a lot of teeth. It has the maximum number of teeth that you can have. It has maximum teeth, honestly. It has maximum teeth, but they aren't as up close and personal as our true grossest card, mandible justicier. Just, just a car? Just a car. Why is there an extra I in there? I feel like, anyways. Welcome to the English language. Just a car. It's, do you know what? I don't like these teeth arms and I don't, I just don't like these teeth arms. Yeah. I don't I like just, the teeth arms. Sam, I am. Look, I don't like them. Okay. Yep. There's, and like, there's something specific <clears throat> about this one is a teeth arm. And in the forefront, you can see it's two hands at the end. Rest, yeah. Like, no, what? Yeah. There's what, bonus hands. No bonus hands. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't like it. Okay? Megan, can I ask what you think about Iker plate golem? Um, sure. What Ooh. color is that? That's one? an colorless. It's an artifact. Iker plate golem is actually like I think it's a very sweet, disturbing image. It is cool. Like <laughs> it's okay, cool, but see. it's like very. It's like creepy. Okay, actually, I don't think I <laughs> had I just not seen this. You, you might not, not have seen maybe this. Maybe you didn't scroll down to artifacts because I was like, I thought for sure you're gonna pick this one because this you is, hate this kind of this stuff. This is pretty awful. This is pretty terrible. I mean, those are probably masks. They aren't real faces. Do you know what? You're right. I feel like. And at the end of the day, there is something. It's just a golem, you know. Golem made of faces <laughs> that cries oil. We don't have to talk about it like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a golem made out of masks that cries oil on you. This is very much in my niche for oh, like yeah, gross yeah. stuff. But I have to say, nope. The teeth arms with hands on the end is what's winning it. Still. Oh yeah, the, okay. those hands are terrible. I the look at them and at I'm the like, are, why? Who made you? Why? Who made these? Yeah. Like, oh, it wasn't enough to have one giant mouth arm. You also needed hands at the end of your mouth arm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, incisor glider is clearly like a problem <laughs> on top of it. But like, <laughs> yeah. Clearly a, lot of these. a problem. I, okay. I don't know why. It, like, it's very funny because like jawbone duelist, you would think that he's fighting with the No, he just has like. No, he just yeah. is. No. 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 Okay. Let's uh, cleanse our palette with cutest cards. Yes, Although there's not going to be much cleansing. I'm going to warn you right now. Uh, a lot of stuff is gross, but, uh, but there's, there's a couple real yeah. cuties. Oh, wait, I also have to say that um, there's something specific about canker bloom. That is disgusting. That oh, yeah. The name of that card is gross. Canker, and I think it gets grossest name, which is not yeah. something that we've ever had, but canker bloom is a disgusting name. It's a and gross this is name. a disgusting art. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Okay. I, I Sorry. Agree. Okay. Back so yeah, even though they're kind of gross, they're also cute, um, which plays right into my um, hands when I'm picking Q's card because generally they're pretty gross and cute. Rob's pulled up um, Mal Malcater's watcher. Malcater's watcher. Malcater's watcher. Phyrexian drone. It's a cute little drone. Those are yeah. pretty cute. I agree. You always like drones. I, so. I'll give a drone a, a, a honorable oh. mention. Um, Oil go- gorger troll. I also find cute in this set. Um, because he's got a cute little smile when he's oh, gorging fair. that oil. <laughs> yep. It's he's actually pretty creepy, cute. but okay. Um, thrumming bird is a tiny little hummingbird. So you get a runner up, um, thrumming bird. Um, you've been Phyrexianized, but you're still pretty cute. So yeah. good job. Um, Gataxian Raptor, another creature that generally is cute and has yeah. been Phyrexian. It's a little burb and he's yeah. carrying something in his cute little bird paws. And I often find that very cute. And I do so in this set as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it's actually just a nice little robot bird. Yeah, I like that bird. Um Chrome Prowler, similar, is a Phyrexian cat. It actually just looks great. It's just a little kitty cat. Um, yeah. Don't find it that cute, but I have to give it a nod because it's a cat. That's just how it goes, everybody. Um <laughs> Uh, Soulless Jailer, very cute. So cute. Um, I just have to say that this is a this is a tough choice because Soulless Jailer is so cute. So cute. What are you showing me? That's not cute. That's I cacophony mean, scamp. I do like that it's called scamp though. <laughs> it's just a cute shouting goblin. <laughs> he's just mad. Yeah, he. He's I mean, just a little look, scamp. look at him more clearly on your screen. I think okay. he's pretty happy. Actually. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Cacoph- ca- how do you spell this? Oh, Cacoph- he's very cute. C a c o p h. Cacophony. A uh, scamp. Oh wait, I forgot to write scamp. Oh my god, cacophony. <laughs> uh, scamp. As previously mentioned, I need an Oreo. Um, I don't find this guy cute, Rob. Okay, I'm sorry fair. to say. Fair. We have different tastes in men. Yeah, um, I, I agree. <laughs> cacophony scamp, though. Great name. Cute name. Um, Solus Jailer. Very hard to choose between that. And what I will have given the cutest a card award to Skrelv's Hive. Not Skrelv himself? No. Trista wow. Hive? Wow. Skrelv's I mean, Hive? I almost picked this as the grossest card. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about it's right. It's happened before. Yeah. Look at this. This is disgusting. <laughs> this is an infestation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the babies. They're little baby mites. Yeah. Do you know what's more disgusting than one normal size mite? A bunch of tinier mites. <laughs> They're so I cute. I don't think Skrelv's a normal size mite. I think he's like the size of a rat. Okay. That's even worse. Do you know what's worse than one rat-sized mite? A bunch of normal-sized mites. Skrelv's Hive, congratulations. Wow. You are the cutest card. Wow. This is an absolute injustice. This is disgusting. An injustice. Oh my god! I, d- I don't think that cutest cards about justice. I think it's about cuteness. <laughs> I think that it should. I think that the cards should have to be cute and not absolutely horrifying. Let's get Judy Justice on the case. Judy Justice. We'll be like, hey, we're coming in. We we named cutest cards, and I said it's cute, and and she says it's not cute. She'd be like. Get out of my <laughs> TV show. <laughs> how did you get into my, how did you get into my courtroom? Yeah. <laughs> well, what, thank you, what are you doing here? Judge Rob for hanging out with us and doing cutest card, grossest card and all the cool fun facts about yeah. Phyrexia. You're welcome. I'm very excited to play this set. I think it yes. looks super sweet. I, I think it looks very sweet. As um, always, if you've got additional questions about cards in the set, drop them in the YouTube comments. Yep. I'll swing by. I usually swing by for like the week following. Yeah. Yeah. Rob's there to help us out. Yep. So say thanks to Rob while you're there too. Yeah. Because this is a great thing that he does every set and we can't thank him enough. 
everybody, we want to say thank you to Ultra Pro for being our sponsor and always printing the best art on their playmats. Yes. Uh, if you have seen some of the winter secret layer super drop, you know that there is an homage to Lisa Frank. Yes. It's amazing. And um, Trapper Keepers. Yes. The 90s binder collection. It is it is really incredible. And of course, Ultra Pro has your back with amazing play mats with that art. Have you seen How this? How could you not want this, this horse, play mat? This rainbow horse with the dolphin? How could you not want this crested sunmare play mat? It's incredible. It is it is the 90s come to life again. I just oh it's really it's really amazing. Uh so thank you so much to our sponsor, Ultra Pro, for sponsoring us and for printing incredible playmats that we can play the game on. Hey, if you want to buy it, this or anything like those, anything really on Ultra Pro's website, yeah. you can use the code GLHF at checkout for 5% off. If they're having a sale, use that code. You'll get 5% off on top of whatever sale is already happening. So save yourself some money and go back to the 90s in style with these beautiful playmats from Ultra Pro. Really amazing. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yes. Give yourself a round of applause for listening. Please remember to tell us down in the comments what you think the seventh layer of a seven layer bar is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or tweet at us with the hashtag seven layer conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro for being great sponsors and for Judge Rob, as always, for gracing us yes. with his presence and his magnificent beard. Uh, we hope that you head on out to your pre-release this weekend and that you have a really spectacular time. What a wonderful thing to be able to be back in and amongst our communities yes, of players. Absolutely. So great. So excited for this new set. Uh, tweet your pictures of your sealed deck for us at GLHF Magic. We love to see them. Post them in the Good Luck High Five Discord. Yes. Talk about it if you've like, oh, what card should I cut or whatever. I'll be doing that. And uh, if you need any help, you can check out our Discord for that as well. Yeah. Um, yep, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Wait. Thank you once again to Bo and yeah, Doug, Bo and our Doug. new patrons, and to all of our patrons. Please consider becoming a patron. Next episode could be yours. It could be. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic is a place to go to join the fam bam jam. Um, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah. that's it. Yeah, we'll talk right. about the pre-release next, next so episode. So exciting. Hopefully I'll open up all the bomb rares. Yeah. You know? Party on, man. I feel I have a good feeling about it. Oh, all right. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I even say it? I don't know. Curse. Now it's cursed. <laughs>